We start in KwaZulu-Natal this afternoon where the COVID-19 pandemic, as it has across the country, uh, have been taking its toll and very heavily on frontline workers in the province. The province is losing too many health workers in a short space of time, uh, according to uh, some of the people that we spoke to. Now, at least 10 experienced medical practitioners are reported to have died in KwaZulu-Natal in a single week. And uh, we also understand uh, nurses, uh, perhaps, around 10 of them have died at one hospital in Peter Maritzburg also within a week. And yesterday uh, we saw that crash. A pilot and four healthcare workers died uh, when a netcare helicopter crashed uh, on route uh, to KZN from Johannesburg and it was uh, meant to airlift a critically ill patient in KZN. So for more on the situation there in KZN, we join on the line now by Denosa Secretary in the province, Amanda Shabangu. Mr. Shabangu, thanks for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Uh, good day to you and your listeners at home. Come on. Mr. Shabangu, can you please confirm for us uh, at this point, if indeed the figures that we are hearing are correct, uh, just in terms of the number of healthcare workers that we have lost to COVID-19 in the province, what are we looking at at this stage? Indeed, the situation in our province is, is not good at all compared to other provinces. <clears throat> but we can uh, attribute that to many sectors. That includes the, the non-compliance of people around our members, the failure of the department to provide protective gear to our members and the infrastructural challenges that are facing our members. But indeed, the, the, the report that came out yesterday regarding the, the, the death of uh, almost 10 uh, specialists in our province, indeed, it is a sad news because, as you will know, that a couple of years back we've been struggling in getting specialists in assisting our healthcare facilities. So to lose 10 of them at a go, it is a blow in our profession because you remember that nurses rely mostly on those uh, specialists to execute their duties. So now to lose those numbers at that pace, it is very disturbing and it's going to cause a lot of strain to the department. As for nurses, it has been our daily a challenge that we receive the death of our members basically every day. I receive calls from all institutions across the province that someone has passed away. Uh, now, the, the numbers that you, you, you heard about is just a, 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 a drop in the ocean. It is not what is really happening. The situation is worse because I would quote one institution in Devon where in one week, we were receiving death of not less than two people per day in a hospital. So now uh, in Edinburgh, the one that was said there were 10 at a go, the report that we received was that indeed there were consecutive deaths in that hospital. Uh, the report that we got from our shop stewards and the relatives who are calling us, because remember, you also have the funeral uh, uh, plan for our members. So when their members pass away, we will communicate with the uh, families to come and play. So there were three nurses who died consecutively in one week, meaning in a space of a week, in our understanding, there were three who had passed on. And the rest of the workers who passed on, they were just passing on 
weekly, if I may put it like that, in a space from December to where we are now, that was a report we were getting. It was not a report that that turn was in one week, as far as the report we got from our shops to at the classroom level. So what does this mean for the remaining healthcare workers, Mr. Shabango? Because we always hear about a shortage of staff to begin with anyway. So when you are losing healthcare practitioners at this rate, does it mean that already overwhelmed frontline staff are having added workloads to contend with? You know, the sad part is that we we might reach a situation where the whole system is going to collapse because we do not have warm bodies who are ready to work there. The few that are remaining are so drained, they are so overwhelmed, they are so traumatized and demotivated. So we are looking at a situation where if the situation that the department is faced with does not get any attention it deserves, we are looking at a situation where the hospitals are just going to have no one to nurse our patients. Because when the department is continuously being arrogant in dealing with the issues of staffing. We, we, we are left with no choice because as Dinosa, we have cried up to the Minister of Health to say, come to our rescue. Nurses are dying. Nurses are overworked. But we are saying that in a world, because you are talking to people who have no interest of salvaging the situation, we presented a plan as Dinosa to the Department of KwaZulu-Natal that before COVID, already the health system was trained when it comes to human resource. You cannot then come to us and tell us that by employing the contract workers who came to deal with COVID, we have dealt with the issue of shortage. Because these people are leaving the system, they are dying since March. Nurses are dying, nurses are retiring, nurses are resigning. There is no plan to fill those posts. Those posts remain vacant, and those who are there are forced to work without any breaks continuously to a point that those who were on leave, they were forced to come back from their leaves to continue working. Now, the question that arises is that if you want to protect the nation, you must first protect the healthcare workers. Healthcare workers of this country are not protected at all. They are kept on being called names that they are heroes, they are frontliners, but in reality they are nothing. That is what the current administration is saying to the healthcare workers. Now, we propose to the department that can we have a relief pool of nurses who will then come and assist in the entire situation because, for example, the research is within us. You find that almost all nurses in the ward are gone on quarantine or isolation or others are admitted fighting for their life. But the department has no plan of saying who will take the spear and continue forward from where those left in as far as service delivery is concerned. They don't employ anyone. They just say those who are there must spend for themselves and nurse 20 patients alone in a ward. It is very disturbing what is happening in the province. And with regard to the vaccine rollout, Mr. Shabangu, um, do you have any details at this point as to the plan that will be uh, embarked upon? Uh, formally, I would say we have not received any plan because you will know that the current administration, they impose things to those who are supposed to execute them. We have not been engaged on any plan of rollout plan 
as far as vaccination is concerned. We are hearing about it in the media as a union. So, which is very interesting because, come on, you must understand that for a vaccination to be effective in the community, you need to bring along the healthcare workers along because they are the ones going to be executing this vaccination. There is a lot of program that you need to undertake before you even talk about the rollout. For example, you must educate the healthcare workers about the type of the vaccine they're going to be using, its side effects, its reversal function, the person react to it. You should be able to teach nurses on how it is administered because we all know that this is a new uh, a virus, so it will mean its vaccination also will be new. But as where we are, as Dinosa, we have not met, not even a single meeting with the department to take us through of their plan. What we are seeing, we are seeing it in social media that this is a rollout program, but our members who are expected to execute that vaccination have not been even taken for orientation for, for to start with. Let alone its plan whether do we have capacity to execute the plan of vaccination the whole nation because we've been struggling to vaccinate few communities. Now to vaccinate the whole 40 million people, it will take its toll because the current administration seems, seems to be living in its own uh, country we don't know because they seem to believe in paper, in explaining things than in reality. We do not have the capacity to vaccinate the nation with the current growth shortage we are experiencing. Mr. Mandla Shabangu, we can have to leave it there for today. Uh, Denosa Secretary in KZN, Mandla Shabangu, explaining the situation there. Absolutely dire and scary, if I may say, if you listen to what Mr. Shabangu is uh, explaining there to us, makes perfect sense. And uh, one can only but, you know, pray that... Uh, something happens uh, because, as he says, they were complaining about shortages, staff shortages before the pandemic. And now with people dying, people retiring, people just resigning, um, the, the healthcare workers that are on the ground are overwhelmed already. And now they will still have to uh, take on, you know, this whole vaccination program. And as he says, they haven't been formally um, engaged on that particular matter, let around uh, know about a plan of exactly how it will be rolled out. That was Amandla Shabangu, Denosa Secretary in KZN.